listening to the Seven Rivers Student Ministry Podcast, a ministry of Seven Rivers Church in Citrus County, Florida. Here at SRSM, we believe that all students are lovable through a relationship with Jesus. Visit our website at sevenrivers.org backslash students. the mission of your life. Maybe none of you have ever thought that deeply or intimately about your life, but maybe today's the day to start thinking that way. Do you know the meaning of your life? Do you know the mission of your life? And do you know that God has a plan for your life? And do you know that he has a mission for you? And so those are the, those are the things I want you to be thinking about. But while you're thinking about that, I want to talk about a movie that came out recently called Encanto. Have any of you guys seen that? It's like Lecanto, but Encanto, right? Talk, don't talk. We cannot talk about Bruno. So listen, in the movie, if you don't know the movie, it's a, it's a movie about a family who lives in a house that has magic. And every person who lives in that house, they're given a gift from the house, um, a gift that is like a blessing to them. And then they use those gifts um, for their community and with their family. But there's a girl in the movie named Mirabelle, right? Mirabelle, Mirabelle, am I hitting it right? Um, and she's in the movie, and she, um, and when you turn five years old, the house gives you this gift, okay? So it's her fifth birthday. It's her time to receive the gift, and the house gives her nothing. She doesn't get blessed. She isn't given a gift. She doesn't receive anything magical. And so what do you think she feels in that moment? What do you think she's wondering in that moment? She feels like, she doesn't have a blessing, she doesn't have a gift, and she doesn't have a mission. She feels like her life is meaningless, right? And some of you guys are maybe coming to that reality in middle school for the first time thinking, I don't have any talents, I don't have any gifts, I'm changing, my body's changing, I'm becoming a young adult, I'm learning all these new things, am I really that special, is it really, am I really enough for my family, my friends? Like, It starts to feel empty, right? Have you ever felt like your life it's meaningless, aimless, and purposeless. This is not a foreign concept to God's people. This isn't a foreign concept in the Bible. You know, thousands of years ago, God's people, they were enslaved in Egypt for 400 years, okay? For 400 years, people were born as slaves and died as slaves. And yet God told them that he would bless them, that he was going to bring, make them into a great nation. And yet they were born as slaves and died as slaves. They never got to see that happen. They felt like their lives were meaningless. They felt like God had forgotten them. But we know the story, right? In the book of Exodus, Moses comes, delivers them out of slavery. God uses Moses through 10 plagues to deliver them out of slavery and takes them on an adventure of a lifetime, right? 
And so now they're at the mountain of Sinai and they just saw the Red Sea part and all the, you know, Egyptians get swallowed up by the water. And they're like, okay, God, now what? Like, we get it. Like, you love us, you save us, you rescue us. But now what do we do with our lives? What are we supposed to do? And so in Genesis 12, one through three, Moses is sharing that story, a story with them, with those people. And he's taking them back to the beginning. He's taking them back to their forefathers, their great, great grandparents and saying, listen, This has been part of God's plan all along. I know you've been slaves for 400 years. I know you feel like your life is meaningless, but let me tell you something. God has made a promise to you and your life matters and it's significant and it's blessed and there's a reason for that, okay? So we're gonna read this passage, all right, right now. Genesis 12, one through three. Now the Lord said to Abram, who's Abraham, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I'll show you. And I'll make you a great nation and I will bless you and I'll make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. So listen, this is God's word spoken to you. It's very important. We're gonna dissect it real quick. God's people, Israel, is wondering after being delivered from slavery, after being slaves, having this meaningless life, right? Feeling like their life is meaningless. They're wondering, does our life matter? And Abraham, who is really, really old, God was telling him that I'm going to give you a big family. And you're gonna, your family's going to be so big that they're going to become a great nation, which is Israel, right? And, and, and Abraham's like, I'm really old. I'm too old for this. And he's wondering, does my life matter? And then you in the 21st century are sitting here and we're wondering, does our life matter? Why? Is it hard for us to think that our lives matter? Why is it difficult? Why do we feel like we don't have a purpose? It's because of sin, okay? And let me tell you the lie that sin whispers into your ear. The lie that sin whispers to your ear ear, when you sin against people and when you're sinned against is this. You're not lovable. You don't belong. You are too gross. You are too ugly. And you are too bad of a person to be loved by God. You need to be perfect and you're not. So what do we do in that pain and that hurt? We just settle for a life that revolves around us, right? We just continue to sin. We settle for a life that is self-centered. We actually try to do good things sometimes just so that we feel better about ourselves. It's not actually because we love God, but it's because I want to feel better about myself. I don't want to feel so guilty and ashamed. So we, we center our lives around ourselves. But the more that we do this, the more miserable we get and the more uncomfortable we get and the more that we feel like our life is meaningless. And you know who knows this very well? It's this guy named Tom Brady. Tom Brady has won... The, probably, if not the most Super Bowls of any quarterback ever, okay? But he said this in an interview, is this it? Is this really what life has to offer, all life has to offer? I really hope that there's more to life than this. I really hope someone will one day tell me if there's something more to life. And you know what God says in Genesis 12? He says, there is something more than your life. There's something more that is bigger than you and greater than you, and it is me. And I've blessed you. I've given you a gift. I've given you a purpose. I've given you something meaningful to live by. God gives Abraham a gift, right? He gives him a son, Isaac, after this. All right, Genesis 12, God gives an old man a son, Isaac. All right, And, and Abraham is blessed. And Isaac's offspring become the nation of Israel, okay? And God blesses Abraham, even though he felt like his life was meaningless, all right? Do you realize that God is going to bless you and has blessed you already? 
Do you know that? Your life is already, the fact that you're in this room right now hearing these words spoken by God is a blessing. He calls you to come and follow him. He tells you that he has a plan for your life, a plan with a hope and a future. He has a gift for you, a blessing to give you. Will you receive it? You have an opportunity to receive that tonight, and I want you to receive that tonight. So listen, if we look at this passage, we see that, sorry, my bad. Something's, if we look at this, sorry, here we go. If we look at this passage, we see that God blesses Abraham, right? And his children. But why does he do this? Why does he bless them? In the passage, if you look at it, it says because he wants you to bless others. He wants Abraham's family to become a blessing to the world. God uh, gave him a child in old age so that the nation could be born and that through that nation, the whole world will be blessed. Do you know what comes from the nation of Israel? Do you know the man who's born of Israel, of that family? Jesus. And Jesus doesn't rescue us from slavery, from Egyptians, but he rescues us from slavery to sin and to death. It is through this very promise in Genesis 12, one through three, that you and I can read it and know, and go, yes, that's it, I see Jesus. God blesses Abraham so that he can bless the nations. You and I, we're not Israelites. We're not Jewish, but we're blessed by the Israelites and the Jews because of Jesus. All right, I want to get back to the movie Encanto real quick. So who's seen it? Anyone in here? Everyone's? Okay, so you guys are actually, you've seen it, okay? So back to Encanto, we see that this family is blessed with incredible gifts. Isn't it so cool to see what they do with those gifts, right? What do they do with them? They don't keep them to themselves. They don't just keep it between their family and, and make themselves wealthy. But what do they do? They go out into the community and bless the community. They go out into the community and bring flourishing and life to all those around them. So like, what is the meaning and purpose of your life? If you are blessed, if you have Jesus, what is the purpose? What's the mission that you have? It's to know God, be known by God and glorify him in all that you do. So you don't have to be an adult to do this. Let me tell you right now, the biggest lie you can believe as a middle school student is that right now I'm in training and I'm waiting to become like a mature Christian that finally goes on mission and, and becomes a pastor or does leads a small group. No, right now, right now you have a meaning and purpose. There's a mission for you right now as a student and as a child, as a grandchild, there's a mission for you, okay? And, and, and you can fulfill it now. The question, though, is how, okay? It starts with Jesus first, always. It starts with confessing that you're a sinner and that you're a slave to your sin and you are in desperate need of a Savior. And even as I'm talking, if you feel any conviction right now in your heart, why don't you spend some moments talking to Jesus and saying, this is how I've sinned. This is how I've wronged you. This is how I've sinned against my friends and family members. And this is also how I've been sinned against. Maybe take a moment just as I'm talking to do that. And the question that comes up to us as we confess our sins, who could possibly love me if I'm a sinner? Who could possibly care about me? Who blesses sinners? Who loves sinners? And we see in the New Testament, we see that God loves sinners. He sends his only son, Jesus, to pay the price for your sins. John 3, 16. You don't have to clean yourself up to be saved. You can be in your sin right now. And the Bible says that 
in your sin as an enemy of God and rebelling against him as a sinner, Jesus says, I'll die for you. Not, oh, you clean yourself up and then I'll die for you. But no, right now, I'll die for you. I'll pay the price for you. You are loved by God. How do you know this? It's Jesus. And it's through that blessing of being loved by God that there's something put inside your heart where you want to bless others. Evangelism. Sharing your faith. What kind of love is this for someone to love his enemies? Us, enemies of God. What radical love, life-changing love, does that not make you want to go and love other people? Does that not make you want to go love your friends, family members, siblings? Does that not make you want to a little bit love your enemies? Because Christ has loved you. What does this look like? Okay? Let's think about it for just a minute. Go to school and look for ways that you can love your friends, family members, and enemies. Maybe that's writing them an encouraging note. Maybe go, literally today, someone wrote me a sweet prayer on a card before I came to youth group. Love, blessing me. So encouraging to me. Maybe send them a text message. Give them a hug when they're sad. Cheer them up when they're struggling in school. Maybe, maybe this looks like buying them a gift um, when they get sick, like uh, some flowers or um, their favorite candy um, for when they get better. Maybe, that's, maybe it looks like loving your siblings and your parents. Maybe it's, like, um, maybe it's giving your siblings the last ice cream sandwich in the freezer. Man, that's so hard to do. Ah, I want it. <laughs> no, give it to them. Maybe it looks like giving it to them. Maybe it looks like going to your siblings' rooms at night and praying for them before they go to bed. That would be really cool. I know that would really, if my brothers and sisters, we did that for each other, that would be amazing. Maybe it's helping them out with their chores. Maybe it involves saying sorry to them. Maybe it's saying sorry to your parents when you disobey them and owning your mistakes instead of arguing and debating them. Maybe it looks like helping them with house chores, cleaning your room without asking. Maybe this kind of blessing others looks like finding your enemies, the people that you do not like and everyone knows you don't like them and forgiving them. And maybe it looks like for you saying sorry for what you've done to them first. Or maybe it looks like you going up to them and saying, have I hurt you in any way? Have I wounded you in any way? And let them share and just say, I'm so sorry. I should not have done that. That was wrong. What is God putting on your heart to do right now to bless others, to evangelize? Listen, your life's not meaningless. Your life is not, though, about you. It's not self-centered. It's about God. You were meant for so much more. You're meant for God and God has blessed you. And it's from this blessing of God that you're given a mission to bless others. And you can do this right now. You can do it right now. You can do it tonight. You can do it tomorrow. Don't you want to? Don't you desire to? Go and bless because you've been blessed. All right, let me pray for you guys. And then I'm going to just tell you guys real quick how we're going to do small groups. All right.